0: All right, this is Hello Hello Kopi Camilo podcast, and tonight we have the legendary, soon to be married, Toby Sewer. Take two, take Toby Sewer. Is, that, is that wrong? Is that still wrong? <laughs> no, Sewer is fine Toby Sewer in the house, literally his house. What's up, Toby? For those listeners who don't already know who you are. How would you describe yourself and yeah, yeah introduce yourself, bro. So yeah, uh, I
1: grew up in Switzerland and Great Britain. I travelled a bit, which influenced me. Do I think I was lucky? Yes, I think I was lucky. I have a great family. We're nine children, and um. So, but so it's more the circun- circumstances I grew up with. I was lucky that my parents have a care home and I grew up with handicapped people around me. I was lucky that my parents were always open and like they showed me the world and like that's who I am. It's not, it's the, the, the nationalities. Yes, of course, it in some somehow it. Influenced me by Yeah sometimes I felt like Two identities Or I could choose Like if I felt Like today I don't want to be Swiss I just told everyone I was English Or the other way around uh, and, But honestly what our borders it's,
0: um, It No because I'm just asking In a psychological sense I know it's a hard question To answer but it's how you operate, you know, like a Swiss would operate differently from you, from my observation, wow. you know. So, like, how do you feel like as a person? Like, oh, bro. I, I don't operate like a Brit. I
1: don't operate like a, a a Swiss. I operate like because I grew up in this environment that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. I think that that made me who I am. Like yeah. that's like that's normal.
0: How was your childhood like, man? I don't know if you've been asked this question ever. I mean. Oh. How was your childhood? Well, like, how do you became the person that you are today? Like, uh, I I am asked that question quite often okay. because
1: it's not usual that you grow up with eight siblings. Yeah, and so, so, quick recap. Uh, yeah, quick recap. Mm-hmm. I was born in Basel, then moved for a while to Great Britain uh, because my dad did something there, and then we came back I here. I'm a person who is steered, like, by emotions. Seriously. And uh, of... uh, But I learned, and I learned it the hard way, Mm -hmm. I learned how to sometimes um, get along with my emotions. That's why I can't, like, you, like... And it's also good to be challenged sometimes i I've learned that like I remember one of the key moments, so i with nineteen i me and my brother, my older half brother opened the restaurant, and you know if you open a new business, there is a lot of things that can go that go wrong. people are sometimes not happy with you, your employees and stuff and i always wanted to make it perfect for everyone and sometimes it's not possible if like if there are two kinds of employees and one asks for that day off and another one also asks for that day off you have to choose and so you cannot make it perfect for everyone but i and i was always so affected by this and by what people think of me and then my big brother said to me you know if if you always let yourself be steered by emotions like that you will not ever run a business and you will be used by people and sometimes you just should relax and yes don't let those emotions go listen to them like that's also my advice to everyone else don't let your emotions uh, like try to uh, suppress them or like like push them away no 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 accept them and, but, like, like, accept them. Think about wh- what am I feeling, but then still act rational, because yeah, because otherwise uh, life can also be pretty hard, you know. And so yes, no, I'm. I I feel a lot, but I also like to challenge, and I like. And I I learned how to be critical with myself and I like if I challenge you, I'm what I'm literally doing is I'm 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 poking with the stick where I think like you don't like it, you know what I mean? So I and it's not to offend you, it's like to to see what what your reaction is. Mm But if I do this to you, I need to be able to get that to me. And of course it always I feel something because if for example, my flatmate makes a joke and, I, I, and tells me something, of course I know there is some truth in it, in it, but I see it also as a challenge. Of course, she always hurts me now and now she <laughs> she's in the room and she no um, now she she, uh, she of course, like I feel something, but, I also know that she challenges me and that's not that's not here to hurt someone like
0: and to offend me and that's so I guess your older brother actually helped you shape you to the person that you are today
1: not not only my older brother that was just a key moment that time when I opened that restaurant but also later I mean when I worked at the airport and I worked with a lot of nationalities. Like, I was one of the youngest supervisor. Uh, no, I was the youngest supervisor, so all the employees, I, it was 100 employees, or almost 100, uh, underneath me, with all different nationalities. And there I learned also how to, to work with my emotions. And then, of course, also uh, during my relationships. You must have went through a lot these past 30 years, right? I I think I not only went through hardships I also caused Hardship
0: Yeah Life is a sum of decision making That we make Right And I sense that From the decision that you made To marry To marry This future wife of yours Mm. Who If the listeners don't know Is a Malaysian Woman Who happens To be a Muslim And for you to decide as a non-muslim, as a swiss person to dive deep into the other side of the understanding of life, right? Mm-hmm. that must be risk that you've, you're taking right now and you're so absolute um, you have no doubt, I feel I feel like you are certain which I concluded that you must have went through a lot mm-hmm. of shit that this is pure gold for you, right?
1: Um, oh, what are the odds that I met a Malay in Switzerland, in Basel, where I didn't live at that time. Now I live in Basel. But what are the odds? So I didn't decide that I'm going to meet a Malay in Basel, but that happened. And... Yeah, and now, so so to to answer that question, no, it is a combination of decision and uh, coincidences and luck, or not luck, whatever. Like because I mean, before I had a relationship and that ended, and I don't call this luck, but like now it is luck because otherwise I wouldn't have met Shana's. They there there are some big. Big decisions and I don't know why I decided or why I am so certain like that's the thing like I cannot explain I that's just a feeling I feel and I know that this is what I want and that uh, what I have to do and what is right you know I, I told you Milo before and now all the listeners know it um i actually always thought myself i will never marry why wow. will like i will not marry i uh, that, that that doesn't mean that i don't want to be with a partner but i just didn't see the reason why should i marry like what 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 what, what is it it's a paper and for some yes it is um a promise towards god or what it what there is like but but in the end if you're in a relationship uh w- w- what is the difference you know it, it's a party and the next day is kind of the same like before of c- Course, it comes also with a lot of legal things with it. But there is a difference in Malaysia than in Switzerland. In Switzerland, you live before you're married with your partner, that's just like normal here. So, you live already together, you already share a maybe, um, uh. Uh, s- uh, stuff together so you, you share a flat maybe you share a car so you already possess things together and what is in the difference after you're married maybe that you now can legally visit your partner in hospital if there is an emergency and stuff but else you even pay more taxes in Switzerland if you're married Really? So, yeah well um, so, what is the difference? Yes, I know in Malaysia, if you're married, off, yeah, after you married, you live with your spouse. And so, there is a bigger difference, but not in Switzerland. So, I didn't see... I was not against marriage. Don't understand me wrong. I said, like... Like, if it is important for my partner that we we get married, then okay, I accept. No, like, then I would do it, but I would do it for that person. Or I said, like, if it is for legal reason, because we have children, um, then, you know, then it makes sense. But it was more practical than because of the romantic and whatever. But now I met this woman actually at the peak of that when I said like I want not marry I will live a great life and like and then I meet that woman and she changed my whole life around and my I, I would have never like I would have never thought I would convert
0: or would do anything like that. I understand where you're coming from And how was the process like for you You met this girl And then you fell in love And then How did you dive deep into like Getting to know Islam in general Like how did you like Okay I want to know this I want to I want to understand all these rules I want to read the whole translation Whatever of Quran The thing is
1: I think I First it comes with I am from another culture And and now i'm i'm taking a religion i have no real idea what it it is and i need to learn like as i also as it also says in the book learn read and um i, I like it's easy to call yourself muslim it's easy to convert mm-hmm. but then like future wife's family is conservative i might be controversial only already the looks i have tattoos like my both arms my back that's that's really interesting man so they never could have imagined that their daughter (laughs) would be with someone that is tattooed and then drinking alcohol and stuff and now I need to uh, like I need to show them that I'm a good person, even though I look like the devil for the, <laughs> the devil. <laughs> some,
0: <laughs> some would agree <laughs> <laughs>
1: no like like you know what i mean like so i I need to show them and and then but then there are things that I believe that they aren't that bad um uh so and i need a basis to discuss on like if now her some like her ustas comes to me and says hey it's forbidden to do this and that and this and that i need to be able to say okay uh that's your opinion like Where do you have it from and like one of the first thing I've learned uh, because I did this introduction course for uh, Muslims um, in KL i have learned that uh, There are a lot a lot people tell you a lot But what counts is what is written in the Quran now? I take that now, the, the ustas told me that, and I and her dad and stuff, and I take that, and they take that serious, not that I take the book serious, always, but like, I take serious what they tell me, and they say to me that no matter what someone tells you, if you're not sure, then the rule that is written in the book counts. Now, they, if they start to tell me, okay, alcohol is forbidden then i ask them yeah okay show me where in the book it is written that it is forbidden so i like uh because when i ask for example shanas and her family and stuff yeah they they know it because they heard like they heard from their ustas that it is written in the quran and but they like they never read the quran like so that they understand, like, in their language, of course, you in religious class have to l- know how to, or you read the Quran once in your life, at least. But in Arabic, in a language that you you don't speak, and therefore you don't understand, understand. So I try to, like, um, listen, or I, I actually listen to the whole Quran. Uh, in audio uh, the whole book, I, uh, in an audiobook version, um, on of course double speed because <laughs> I, ca- I I can, um, but
0: like superhuman.
1: I, uh, oh no, I have to say I I didn't finish yet. Like there is still like three four hours left, but I mean it's mm-hmm. seventeen hours long, the whole thing. Um, because I wanted to to then be able to say. Okay, now you tell me alcohol is forbidden and I tell you no, it's not. And I I have a basis to discuss on because I've read it and I can tell you the verse blah, blah, blah and verse blah, blah, blah. I I can pick out the passages and tell you... um, And so you, like... I don't want to... I my, it's not it's not that I want to attack anyone not at all first I want to understand and second I want to defend myself if I now decide okay today I'm having a glass of wine then it is a decision and I'm not thinking that I'm doing anything wrong but even like still even still accepting Islam and still being a good Muslim, even if I drink a glass of wine, because I've read that it says in the Quran that wine and honey is a present by Allah. So I I can't drink wine because it's a present by Allah. So um, and if anyone tells me different, then show me that passage and I will change. If you sh- and I will. I will accept that in this case I was wrong and you were right. But first show me that passage in the Quran where it says I cannot drink wine. It does not. It never says alcohol is haram. Um, And there are other things. Of course there are things where it clearly states that it is haram. Like the, the flesh of pigs is haram. And that's... Word by word, it says you should not eat the flesh of pigs. So I stopped doing that, by the way. And, um, but yeah, but like, but, and yeah, I wanted to have something to discuss on and talk on. And now I read also about the pilgrimage and stuff, just because it's now part of my new religion and because. I will be with the family And they will talk about So, y- so you met
0: Shanas And then you fell in love And what, at what point do you realise That she's a Muslim And you're f- ready to be fully committed To a new chapter in your life
1: Yeah, uh, I mean
0: like Because uh. you can decide No, oh man, this is this is crazy uh, oh. And just ignore her whatever. For example, at that point of time A year ago, whatever, right? But you chose to Proceed, and you chose to dive deeper um
1: honestly, i challenged I told her, for example, I told her like so you want me to convert, why don't you convert i I have to explain that to my parents, why can you not explain that to your parents like why is it why is it for you not acceptable? The to change for someone but for you it's acceptable that uh, it's someone else has to change for you
0: I understand. Yeah.
1: so I, I of course talked to the, uh, what, about did, the what did
0: Shana say? she
1: showed me also that she kind of would lose her family and stuff and I just knew that if I convert yes there would be some questions and there would be like some not understanding in my friends and in my family, but in the end they would still accept me, and they would still I would still be their son with as I understand with a lot of muslims exa- especially if they're conservative mm-hmm. if you would do that, you might lose your family and I think. I'm a family person myself that would be one of the hardest and I I don't want to hurt you know Mm -hmm. Uh, well yeah no it it was a hard decision till the day I took the shower I was uh, July yes Um, till that day like in the morning I was not sure yet and then like I I was thinking I I had so intense dreams, and stuff, and then I was like, okay, no, I'm gonna do it now. I'm like, gonna do it because I knew that like that was kind of the first step to my marriage. If 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 you want to, like, that was already pre-marriage. Because yeah.
0: Oh yeah. By the way. Um, wait, let me think about this for a second. You have uh, a Muslim name? Yes. Wow. Shahan. Shahan is your Muslim name? Yeah.
1: Whoa. I have it official on paper and I'm gonna change my passport that I have three names. Like I keep all my names, but like, so quick, quick recap again about my family. Everyone in my family has three names. A Christian, a Jewish, and a Muslim name. Everyone except me. And as if that was Kadar, as if that was predestined, my parents forgot or somehow didn't give me three names and they didn't give me the Muslim name. So now I converted and I got a Muslim name. So that made the, uh, like, uh, as if it's destiny or as if it's like, like on purpose, they didn't give it because maybe they felt that some time I will, and now I, finally feel complete like honestly it's a feeling of completion so I will keep all my names but I want to officially like my brothers have it and my sisters have all three names in the passport I want to have all three names (laughs) in the passport are you afraid of the unknown sometimes I'm afraid of the unknown Uh, I but I also admire because I admire change I love change I always wanted to be an actor you know why because you have only a period of a time, a project that you do, like you practice, you you know, first you decide you want to play this piece, then you practice for it, then you become a person, a a character for this piece, then you perform it, then you're on stage and you get the applause and after the applause it's done and you have to start from the beginning and that, there it's unknown what happens next you don't know if next piece if you find the next piece of something but i love that there was a beginning and there is an end that you have a product at the end and um so i love change and if you love change then you should not be afraid or like I am not afraid I respect I respect and I'm cautious towards it because of course every human being is also someone who we're lazy like we like if we know familiar things and if we're familiar with something we feel safe okay uh but that doesn't mean that it is good. Um, and of course, uh, I, I always have to be careful that I don't get lazy. That's why I like to challenge, probably. Um, because I, yeah, I love change. Uh, I'm, uh, if you ask me if I'm afraid for what will happen after I die. It is a weird feeling inside of me, yes. I'm not afraid. No, I'm I'm definitely not afraid, but it is a feeling of Yeah, there is an uncomfortable feeling there, but also kind of exciting excited because I okay that's not really personal but like I think or I believe that When i die it's not then like black and nothing i really believe that so reincarnation yeah kind of yes yeah but so so why like and if there is nothing there is nothing to be afraid of you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like Mm yeah so, so so if if you believe there is something afterwards, be excited for it. If yeah. you believe there is nothing you don't have to be afraid of because there is nothing exactly. you don't feel anything, in yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah yeah like okay, if it's not the unknown, what is your deepest fear then what is one thing that you're scared of? Don't, don't, I mean You mm, can you can joke uh, around uh, And no say no like no. Oh is an no elephant no, no, no. I can
1: definitely Give you an answer <laughs> okay, Cool I hate being lonely So I'm most afraid Of being alone And Don't understand me wrong I sometimes Like to be alone You know I sometimes Look for Now I want to be with Myself But knowing I always know That there is Backup Like if I Don't want to be alone there is a family there is friends and stuff but that feeling there is no one and I once had a depression I'm gonna be now really honest I once had a really crazy depression and there I felt alone like I didn't f- I didn't think of family you know like in that moment you're not rational i felt alone and lost lost who i am because i was alone like i had i i I even lost myself let's say that i was not even with myself anymore and yes of that i'm afraid i never want to have that again i don't want anyone to have that like it's a scary it's freaking scary. Yeah, yeah. it is
0: a un- it's a unch- uncharted territory, man. Honestly, I went through in this trip. Obviously, you you you've witnessed it, mm-hmm. and you you've welcomed into your home, trying to solve the puzzle or whatever. But it's something that everyone has to go through. I feel being lonely, being being stuck in being trying to differentiate, being alone and being lonely. Uh-huh. You know. Cause I mean, if, if you, you haven't been lonely, you will not understand how to be comfortable being alone. Mm. If you're comfortable being alone, you will somehow overcome the thought of being lonely. Cause everything is actually is actually the side of a head, All right? No, I not not only because.
1: Uh, so I once during my military time, mm. okay. I worked with old people like so in switzerland you have the Virtual obligatory military, military oh. but you can also do the civil service which is something social or environmental protection yeah. um worked also with older people and there you see that uh, there are people when they're old they're lonely like they they have no one else they're alone like they have no one they have no more family yeah they have no more friends sometimes you lose and that's one of, that's that's actually one of the uh, big problems in our society because of we're not, especially here in the West, we're not that family bound anymore. Like in Asia, I see much more like people are much more like family, family, family. Yeah, uh, Asia, is I mean,
0: yeah. Asia is obsessed with family, man.
1: Yes, uh, yeah. like my family is also quite a family, family, but. Um, But it's not really common here, and um, so that it's one of the the biggest issues we have also in Switzerland is that after your work life is over, uh, when your mobility, you know, you're maybe not that good anymore with going out of the house. That's when you lose friends. And then your family's not around because you're probably in a different city than your family used to be. Your your children already moved away because probably one got a job in New York and the other one in Dubai. So you have not even children here anymore. Uh, You have no more work friends that you saw every day at work. And um, you have not your your hiking group anymore because you cannot go hiking anymore because your legs just don't do it anymore and then who do you still have? You're then lonely. If you don't have a partner, then,
0: you know? Yeah, man. You... I remember that night when I was here with you Like the moment that we were hanging out And Kobe Bryant passed away It
1: didn't touch me that much Because I Honestly, I'm now being frank with you I didn't know him
0: oh. My point with that is The loneliness and the family And the life is fragile, right? By talking about Kobe Bryant I grew up with him, man Watching basketball I played basketball when I was in Indonesia yeah. And Okay that That's besides the point My point is Life is fragile, man You can lose anyone at any moment You know, talking about loneliness And talking about life And in any way, bro we can lose everything just like that You know, it's so crazy that I thought about it Today there's also an actor who just passed away in KL And then I'm like, wow I just saw his little brother post a photo of him something last week And now he's just gone Like we, like our siblings, our parents, our... Whoever friends that like we talk like you and me right now, bro. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like one of us just gone just like that? It's crazy how mm-hmm. fragile life is.
1: It is. Yeah. But, uh, it is also part of life, you know, that someone's going. And you know, there is death, but there is also someone can also just decide to not be part of your life. That's also gone, and when a relationship ends, that's also gone, you know, so, and so you actually go through ends of anything more in your life than you actually are aware of, there are a lot of people who are going all the time from life and from, like, from your side, and Therefore, I believe it's really part of life. And sometimes, yeah, like, or no, for sure, like, not sometimes, always. If someone dies, it's hard for the people around it. But not for the person who's going. Probably for some of them, it's also the nicer thing, you know? Like, I'm just thinking, like, for example, of my aunt who died... We're, like really young and she had cancer like and she struggled big time and she actually for a long time like was holding on to this life and, no I don't give up I, d- I want to stay in this life and she was a living person you know like those uh, people who enjoy life a lot but Then the last months was just a struggle and a pain. And when when she gone of when when she died, of course everyone was sad. And actually at her funeral, you could see how many friends she had. That's crazy, but uh, that's another story. But um, then kind of had this moment of content, like happiness, for her. Because, I I don't know if you've seen a dead person before, but sometimes their mimic changed and her face was always like with pain and tension in their face because she struggled so much last month or the last two months and that was gone, when she died, you know, it felt as if, like, she let loose, and she, kind of as if she's happy in that moment, and so I felt happy for her, like, I felt happy that she didn't have this tension anymore, she didn't have this pain anymore, or she wanted, not the funeral, she wanted the party, and we, Funeral, we celebrate. She said she wants to have a colorful party, so we. Her funeral was actually a party where we had the whole room with colorful balloons because she wished that and yeah, Yeah. as if she already knew that she that she will be happy
0: when she leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that bro wow. yeah. Now that you are Marrying a Malaysian So far that you've been there Once or twice I don't know Once, once. once. What do you like most About Malaysia The, the country itself <laughs> So far Okay, food. Food. No, no, no hesitation at all. Really?
1: Food. I love your food. Your really? It's, uh, the, it's the cliche, isn't it?
0: People always say that, Pff- but.
1: I didn't know about the cliche. you oh, no. Yeah. Right. Like, I went there, I went for the women, eh, uh, for my woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> 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 uh,. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't know about the food, but the food is crazy good. And the second thing that I love so much, but it's still on my bucket list, I want to go to Sabah mm-hmm. because I read about or I saw even documentaries about your biodiversity. And I'm a big fan of nature and plants and animals. I really... I love our planet because it is, it has so much beauty and you are really lucky because there is like this island which has, I think, what was it, like still 98% of the original biodiversity intact. And there's no other place in the whole entire world where that that is. And I, there's that thing that I really want to see that. On the other hand, also if too many people are going to see that, we ruin this. We we people ruin everything, huh?
0: Everywhere we go, right?
1: Everywhere we go, like like you know, like the on the North Pole ice is melting. And, um, this is a big issue, and you you know what happens now there is there are tourists group who go up there to see the ice before it is all melted, but what that, that actually does, those cruises that go up there, they pollute more the world and more ice will melt yeah. so it's it's a paradox, but yeah, so i I really admire that, and I love that and I would like to see that, but I'm not sure if I ever will go there because um, I also don't want to. Destroy. It. Destroy it, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. but your nature is great, yeah. Uh wh- what yeah no, there is another thing I like is actually di- the diversity you have. That you have three religion, three Main religion Yeah main religion Main ethnicity yeah. But there's a lot uh, more but three there. ethnicities Your main Living next to each other Growing
0: up I didn't see the big deal of it Because I was part of it right mm. And then While I'm travelling Then I realised Shit we Malaysians are pretty um, Forward Like uh, we We are lucky Advanced Speaking of depression That you mentioned just now what would your advice be for millionaires Or for people in their 20s Specifically with In their 20s right Because you can go to the 30s, 40s, 50s And it's a different advice But what would your suggestion or your advice be For someone who's going through what you went through before The depression The dark phase of life Because it's inevitable Everyone goes through it But in my opinion it's like a dark cloud It comes, it's going to rain And then it will go away but for someone who's going through it they're feeling
1: so uh what is an advice change something do something that will become something that is part of your life that you have not done before and that changes also the person who you are because it will become part of your life like I did with sports like that was one thing like I decided now I'm gonna um do regular sport I started to uh, actually also you need people who support you so a friend of mine Quentin he's South African he's a really good friend he kind of challenged me a little bit because we both put um Up some some extra kilos, and uh, we challenged each other to yeah, let's do three times a week, and then we send each other selfies. And then I uh, then he stopped doing it actually. Um, and but I decided it is actually good for me, and yeah, I changed and I decided that I want this to be part of my life. And before that, I was. I I was really not into sports. Like I mean I have a brother who is uh who had um handball as a profession. Like I have sportive people in my family but I was more the arty guy and not the sport guy, not at all. Like and then I, I did this, and that really, I, 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 it's not only this, of course, but this put me out of the box. This made me go out, made me work on myself. You know, if you do sport, you work on yourself. Even if you only go jogging, or only, if you go jogging, you work on yourself. You deal with yourself and with you yourself. Maybe not yet with your mind, but with your body. And if your body gets uh, affected, your mind will get affected, and your spirit will get affected too. So it, it's always a whole thing. So if you, at the moment, have travel trouble, troubles with your mind, with your spirit, try to work on what you can at that moment. You can work on your body
0: it's mostly physical yeah, so physical, if you work your yeah, physical you, you, your mental will yeah, improve and then that
1: real. will then later affect your physical mm-hmm. and it will affect because you f- suddenly feel better with your health you really feel better and then if you feel better with your health also people see it and then if you hear hear that from other people, hey, you change, you look good, you, you look healthy, you stuff like this that gives you push, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I g- advice is uh, that that, oh, that was now me, what I've learned and I did with sport, but probably you just need to get out of a box, do something you've never done before. Probably someone who is always doing sports and then gets a depression. And he's still doing sport, probably he should change that and do something completely else like starting to paint.
0: Maybe. Because
1: mm. that's something he would never do and I would have done it before.
0: Since you are, you grew up in Switzerland and you are well aware of the four seasons, right? Do you think the sun brings an important role to happiness? Oh,
1: hell yes, of course. Uh, there's a big thing that a lot of people here, at least in Europe, Get winter depression. That's the common thing. Like people actually buy with vitamin D. Vitamin D is uh, th- the vitamin you get through your skin uh, from the sun. So yes, th- like m- my parents take it. Like I got it sometimes even as a child. um Yeah. The worst part of my depression was during winter. Winter months. Is it because w- of
0: lack of movement or just hundred percent sunlight?
1: But I think everything a little bit. You don't go out that much because it's cold, weather is shitty. Then there is not much sun. The days are really short. If you then sometimes work or are going to school and you leave the house when it's dark and you come home when, uh, when the when it's dark. When have you like? When do you actually see sun? Never. So you really lack sun, and you lack also people because in summer you go out like we have sunlight until 10 or 10:30 in the evening you're out you're with friends you're doing things together with friends uh, it's much more social you do a barbecue and stuff that's not what you do in winter in winter it's cold you're inside yeah okay. i also believe that Christmas is in winter just because of that but hmm. it makes people come together so they're not lonely okay. so they need to be social
0: yeah maybe but then New Zealand and Australia I don't know how do they have that well, summer summer Christmas
1: I- in the early days and I mean Christianity and Christmas came
0: from here so yeah, yeah okay this is where I give you a break right if you can ask me any question at the top of your mind I like, go for it man who are the people? Listening to your
1: podcast Describe The Main Listener to your podcast What do you think Who is it? The
0: background of the listeners Would be someone who Is interested in Improving themselves Via listening to someone else's story So there's here and there There's like People who wants to do it And they'll ask me about equipment it's Like, who? How do you get all these people? How do you how much is your equipment? Like, it's like at least two, twice a month. That kind of listeners who will message me that kind of question, and then there will be like whoever that I'm interviewing. There will be their fans.
1: <laughs> I don't have fans.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> I will soon. I mean, the 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 criminal fans will just listen to you by default, but I your um, new fans will be from China, for example. You know, mm. like China's friends. Um, um what was your question who is listening yeah it's different yeah, who man who is the like who but is majority is from kuala lumpur yeah. no,
1: no, no, no i mean like if you would describe the person
0: listening like the the demographic is super young like 20 to 30 above 30 is almost like almost import like n- none i think maybe like but yeah. this is someone
1: who listens to it Because y- You said He wants to improve But is, Why does he wants to improve? Is he in a crisis? Or oh I, I
0: don't interview my listeners man <laughs> but, but Now I'm gonna ask you That's my but question But for example Like There's this one girl um, That I interviewed And then Her listeners are Quite supportive I mean her fans mm-hmm. Who were listening you know, when people, there's two types of listeners in the world, in this world. They just listen and you don't know anything about them. But I can see that they're listening. They can, st- the stats, right? The statistics. I mean, I don't know who they are, but I know that they exist, right? But there's another listener who, when they listen, they post it on their social media. They tag you, they say thank you. This changed my life. Uh, yes, last July. I... Told Shanas,
1: let's do a podcast. I want to start a podcast because mm-hmm. I listen to podcasts. I've never been part of a podcast. Interesting. They always said like I would love to do that. So I I, I, I um dreamed that I'll I become a scholar, a mm. uh, Muslim scholar. Oh. And my um, and I would preach a modern way of Islam. Mm-hmm. And one of the main part is that. You know that in Islam You can have multiple wives So I would preach that you can have Also multiple husbands Because I truly believe If you are able to have multiple wives You should also
0: be able to have multiple husbands Like there should be a Do you know why equality. that is a problem though? Do you why? know why? I mean in my opinion that would, that would be a bit weird Like you have four husbands And then Oh I'm pregnant Oh and then Yeah no, no, you, you understand what I mean. Like, oh, I'm pregnant, and then, or oh, these husbands, oh, okay, and then the tree has to wait for another like two years. It's yeah. like a weird concept, you know. It's like no, it's
1: not weird. It's that's called co- that's called um, polyamorous. Like having uh, or polygamous. You have you have um, like humans are biological, not made for monogamy or polygamy like like it's we're like we're men ha- or like you have to spread mm-hmm. your DNA mm-hmm. to um, to reproduce. Okay. Yeah. So we're not biologically made to have one partner. We're biologically really? made to reproduce. Oh, yeah. So that's quite a, a thing. Like, uh, um, so. And I mean, there were societies like years ago we were, um, where you had multiple wives or multiple husbands. You had societies where they believed that a woman needs to have a lot of sex with a lot of different men because the baby that she will uh, give birth to then will have part of every man (laughs) she slept with Uh, but yet that sounds not weird for you but (laughs) no no I mean not weird medical things like like didn't accept uh, and I find that really funny because they say they had one of the strongest family because every husband like every man Mm -hmm. who slept with that woman would then Believe he is also a part of a part father, so he would make sure that this child is safe and the safest ever. So, imagine like, um, then it's not like that you would only then have uh like uh, 10 men, those 10 men would only sleep with one woman, they would try to spread their DNA to what about the women? What about
0: it? So, that didn't exist, and um, now. It wouldn't be a case Hmm. hiv if we would have now multiple husbands Mm. and no i don't know man i didn't i didn't analyze i didn't question like
1: (laughs) uh, it's not a stupid question i'm you mean like um uh, sexual transmission yeah 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 um yes of course you need to be careful and that's why i hope everyone and please always check yourself Test yourself. Make sure that you're safe. Use protection. Except if you want to have a child. Always, always like, be respectful. And if you have something, be honest. And tell everyone that you have sex. I know it's freaking hard. But do it because you only save others. And you protect you, yourself and others. So again, like if you have multiple partners, you can still be safe you need to check and you need to also make sure that your partner checks and that's nothing offensive. If you ask your partner if you could before you sleep without protection, if you ask your partner to check herself, I think that's a sign of love also because you make sure that she is healthy and that you're healthy and a lot of diseases you can cure. Okay, yet yeah, there are diseases like AIDS you cannot cure but even then it's better to know you have it and you can take medications so you won't die then you have it and then you suddenly die when it's like you find out when it's too late do you think that you do something good with that podcast or is it just like for fun do you do it for yourself or do you do it for others and if you do it for your others Wh- like What makes you believe
0: That this is good for others Okay That's The way you put it It becomes a good question <laughs> well, Congratulations <laughs> Thank you yeah. I'm being
1: creative
0: enough <laughs> <laughs> Um, I started off This is a crazy thing to do Just for 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 these investments To just do well, it. For fun It's a bit Crazy right But my my point Was to actually Document This moment bro In 10 years Mean a lot Have you ever recorded yourself Talking in a video And then 10 years pass by And you look at yourself Like what But for that You don't have to put a podcast You can
1: do it for yourself But you put it out there That's the whole thing That's the difference It's not just Oh you you do it for, for yourself You put it out So people can listen
0: yeah it's it's a it's a two-way thing it's for people and also for myself i'm not gonna lie that this is only for people It's not how it works subconsciously it helped me bro in a way when i talk to you whatever you say rubs off on me when this podcast in general i'm looking forward in the future let's say five years i'll have a coffee space mm. a cafe that's my that's my strength right coffee and i have a space for podcasts Transparent glass like a window The customers can see the podcast happening So in the future Like this won't happen anymore There will be like a mic stand And then there's a spot uh, for podcasts And would Who would be your guest It would be You just also get like random Customers People have to be You have to be mentally prepared Because you know me It becomes easier If I'm some random stranger bro
1: I I truly believe that It would work
0: Yeah Cool
1: Going on Like okay You you need to find I think that's a chance Find someone who has now Just one hour But Honestly why not Like if you go to airport People have to wait there Wait sometimes for More than an hour You like say Hey the like I'm making a podcast, I'm going to interview random people or interview... I'm just going to have a talk. Would you like to have a talk? And why don't I invite you now for a copy? And now I'm going to sit into a bar and have a copy with you. And we just talk as... And we literally just met and we talk as if we just met. And you still can ask some of those questions you ask me. But then you get to know the person... Sitting And On the other side While the listener gets to know The person Actually Why don't I start This (laughs) podcast
0: Yeah Yeah. Yeah. The tricky part is There's a lot of Ideas are easy man Execution is the hardest bro Like Because you think about it right You go to the airport And then You meet them You see them And then they're like they are, they're having a rough day. They're in airport. They just want to relax.
1: That's, that's... No, no, no. That's... That's th- the cool thing. You take the person... Like, they are... Why, why do they always have to be relaxed? People are not always relaxed. You talk to them when they're... Maybe... Maybe then uh, suddenly you hear a story that is heartbreaking. But it is a story. And it's real. And it's... That, what the person needs to tell right now, maybe you know, there's a they're almost a psychologist for that person. Yeah,
0: it's like Humans of New York. Have you heard of that? Of course, yeah, so it's exactly like that, but podcast version that's what you meant. Kind of, you, know. you should do it, bro.
1: I should. <laughs> um, the, the, the thing is, my problem is that I just save up now for my, <laughs> my wedding. <laughs> Uh so the qu- so if you wanna sponsor me, that's a plug in <laughs> <laughs> text me on IG yeah. and I'll tell you my bank account.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, where do you see yourself in three years time, bro? With your wife or with your religion or with your are you gonna be in Malaysia? Mm,
1: that's um that's a good question. Um in three years. In three years. You know, s- Like two years ago If someone Asked me that Question Where do you see yourself And It would be Me And like Me Toby If you are Now I just felt that again And I felt it once In an interview Now when people ask me Where do you see yourself It's not Me Myself It's Where do you Do you And your partner Now we're like becoming one. Um, So where do I see us in the years?
0: Romantic, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Oh, it's not that traumatic. Like I'm still me and she's still her. No, I hope that um, she like I really want to support that she can um, do her master because that's one of her dreams. I, I want to make sure uh, that I can support her, that she can do it. That means probably maybe for a while I have to work and support both of us. But uh, it's really important that I finished my universities and did all my degrees. I had the chance that she should too. Um, but for her it will be of course also quite harder because she also needs to learn another language to do it. So I hope that she can do this, and within three years she's probably doing it right now. And if you ask me, like, where do I live? Um, I we probably live in Switzerland, but I truly, honestly can believe, uh, can imagine to live a few years in Malaysia. So I
0: guess you see yourself with your partner, then Shana's. Yeah. Cool, Cool, Uh, bro.
1: I I hope I, I
0: don't see myself alone <laughs> <laughs> That would be like <laughs> Fail yeah, Big time man. Thank you so much For being part of the podcast man I appreciate yeah, yeah, your presence yeah. And I am very grateful To get to know you in person yeah, Thank you This see past you. three months Has been amazing And you just passed by Just like that bro And uh We'll see each other Again I know
1: normally You don't see the people again
0: But uh we will, I'm sure. All right, thank you, man. Take care. <laughs> hello, hello, coffee or Milo, bro? Huh? Coffee or Milo? Kopi ke Milo? Uh, beer. <laughs> hello, Coffee Milo podcast. Milo, you go.